You're listening to Opinions and Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi. I'm a person from Earth. Listen, what are we talking about? I reckon it sounds like Opinions and Beer. You can do it. Dingo? Oh, I'm good. You're the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. Okay, this is Opinions and Beer. Did you not just hear the intro? <laughs> it played pretty loud. Um, it's uh, it's a good intro, so you got that. You got that. Now, we're your hosts. I'm Adam. And I'm Eamon. We're here today to review beer and chat about some games. Games and beer. This is a very gamey episode. We're gonna have some throwback, <laughs> some throwbacks uh, talk, chatting old school games, chatting new school games, chatting game news, all kinds of things. What about beer games and uh, games with beer in it? That's what we should do. We should we be should doing highlight beer games. Beer games, maybe. yeah. Maybe. Or we should. Uh, <laughs> what if like maybe we every make time we went, games yeah what if we like every time we went to do an episode we just did a different like uh drinking game right. and then tried something out like that oh that'd be fun <laughs> that would be like a cool uh segment to do like maybe by itself yeah, sometime to upload yeah so sorry guys you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay for this content yeah that's that's the um uh patreon content yeah, yeah. We're, you have we're working to sign on up it. to the yeah. Patreon. Yeah, the, we'll the, send you a. Uh, we. I want to work on. Um, <laughs> we'll I want to send you all our used beer caps. <laughs> yeah. So like you can like, uh, hold them, hold on to them like Fallout style. And, I've been uh, really thinking. I've been having to debate with myself because I really want to buy some of these. Um, what are they? Uh, like these uh testing glasses and put like opinions and beer on them or whatever. Oh podcast. shit! Yeah. And maybe cool. give them out as like, you know. Yeah, yeah, stuff. But, um, but also, I also want to give them to like local bars and stuff, and bars in the area, and like breweries to like, cause they, I think they take, they do take donated glasses, and they can use. It will say opinions and beer podcast. And they can give out our oh, so our we glasses. can kind of use it as like a way of uh, self promoting. Yes, yeah, so like a self promotion yeah. sort of thing. Dude, actually, that's really cool. I I, I haven't really thought about think uh, anything like that. So you said like a lot of these places, they'll take uh, like testing glasses oh, yeah. with stuff etched in on them yeah, like I believe, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, um, so uh, speaking to something like that, uh, yeah, uh, we might be like doing some live stuff in the future again. Uh, we have before, and that's always crazy as fuck. Like, every live thing that we do is just the craziest but it's but like super carbonated but most people don't know all the about like all the stuff that we do behind the scenes to get this shit ready and stuff and it's crazy like i'm sure they'll be listening to this and like it'll be like robot voice because of technical issues or something oh shit. my god you know <laughs> like like there's a lot of stuff that that goes through it and um like one of the things that i'd like to do and that uh, we might be doing in the future is like going to like maybe local events and events stuff like and that, breweries or, and, all and kinds places of like that to record like that. and you know kind of promote and maybe maybe if you like follow us on uh, somewhere Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Twitter, social media, or just by checking in every now and then here, uh, like once or twice a week. We're however, at you, Calif- You're right now the number one 
uh, state that listens to us is California. Oh, really? It, it just, I think it, it beat <laughs> it's Texas. Cause they, it's because they want freedom. They Texas and, um, they want true. and then after that is Michigan. So right now it's California, Texas, and Michigan are the top three states listening to us uh, right now. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's nice that y'all are listening. Uh, we really like you. I like you a lot. So <laughs> there's that. And um, maybe sometime... You know, in the future, y'all could uh, come to one of our things and uh, see us live, have a beer with us, um, yeah. and maybe we can start putting out some merch like that where, you know, like yeah. you can get some glasses, maybe order some glasses from us or something. I don't know. If y'all have any recommendations, be sure to hit us up, too. Maybe I should take a picture of this in the glass. I didn't take a picture. I took the picture with the glass in front. But yeah. I didn't take a picture of it. With so that the... way you can see both of them? That's good. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, today's beer of the day is brought to you by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. It is the 2019 release of their pumpkin pie, pecans, and cinnamon beer. What what kind of beer is this? This is too light to be a stout. Is this a stout? Um, is this just a <clears throat> like a brown ale or something? Yeah, I'm. This looks like just an ale. Like maybe it's just what is it? I, when pecan I, pie? Yeah, pecan pie. It doesn't Pecans say and cinnamon. Like maybe it's it doesn't like a say pecan the type of ale beer or something. It is. Sounds really good. Doesn't say the type at all. But um, it's, uh, pecans and cinnamon is nine point three percent in alcohol by volume. Um, like I said, when I poured this, I thought it was gonna be dark, like thick and dark, thick yeah. and dark looking. It looks looks rather thin, thinner than the average. Uh, uh, flavored beer, I guess, or that. Some, I don't know. Pum, pumpkin. You're making pie. it sound like it's water. Look, I'm looking through it right now through the testing glass, and I can't even see my finger through it. Okay. So. Yeah. No. Okay. It's it like is, it is thick. It's, like, it's, it's like, just it's like a thicker reddish. I, it's almost like uh, if you've ever had like tea or something. Okay. And then, tea. And then you put like honey in it's it like a tea and color. mix the honey in. It looks like like how honey like settles and tea okay. over like in a like. Over time it's super or carbonated. Whatever. Can you, do you notice that? I do see the bubbles. I don't know. If That's I, pretty cool. I mean, I just always kind of imagine that every beer I drink is like that. Some beers like not carbonated. No, most of them aren't. But like that way, I'm not tr- making a, a mental discretion between the two or oh, whatever. Okay. Like, like I don't want it to. <laughs> because every time I'm gonna say, "Oh, I don't want something that's like carbonated." What is that? I guess it smells like pecans, pecan pie, maybe pumpkin pie. It smells like pumpkin pie. Oh, I don't, I don't have a good sniffer. Oh, okay, I can't, I can't smell anyways, but I can tell you about how things taste. So you, um, do you want to, do you want to taste this beer? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and let's taste this uh, taste this beer. Buffalo Bayou beer. I'm gonna have a sip of it while I'm kind of reading off some shit from here. It's really hard to read, but I'll try. Hmm. So it tastes very pie. Says our secessionist series. Okay, uh, defying archaic brewing guidelines, our ales are cathedrals to unlikely elements, aggressive and boundary pushing. Each secessionist is a revolutionary act of sedition against traditional recipes. And this is uh, the Buffalo Brewing. Company, company from uh, Houston, Texas. So they're they're right down the road from us, and um, 
Yeah, it's uh What do you think? It's 9.3 alcohol by volume. So so far it's pretty smooth. Would you say it is a pie in a bottle? Um it had a pie I <laughs> I don't know what kind of yeast they use. I think they used the yeast I don't like. A uh, slice and a snifter, would you say? Because it's like a hint of that yeast that I hated from the fa fat tire. The uh, fat tire they produced a a, a a pack of like a bunch of beers that they um, they didn't make, but they like kind of sponsored. It's like they went and found some beers that like people made, and like okay, well we're gonna put y'all in a pack and like sort of promote y'all. Yeah, and we'll just you know we'll distribute this as ours or whatever. Which you know. fat tires are? Yeah, it's like ale, correct? New, yeah, New Belgian. New Belgian ale. New Belgian. Well, no, that's the, no, New Belgian is the company that makes fat tire. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I should say New Belgian. I don't know why I said it, but anyways, um, but they uh they but all those beers had this weird Brachanicus bra yeast in them or whatever. Did you did you get the aftertaste from this? That's what I'm saying. I feel like the aftertaste had that weird um. Yeast flavor in it, but yeah, it's um, it's got like sitting here, uh, and this is not an exaggeration. Like, I took a sip, and then forty seconds passed while Adam was just talking, and then after the end of the forty seconds, I got like a really strong aftertaste that just was like popped up, and I don't, I don't know what it is. What does it taste know, like? I don't know if it was like kind of like irony almost. No, but, oh, okay, or but I think. The better way to say it is like the yeast, kind of okay. like what you're saying. Yeah, I think, I I want to say it's, it's the yeast. I'm not really getting the carbonation like I thought it would. It doesn't really bite, but it's I can a, see it. I can see it, but yeah. No, it's there. My bad. bad. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I wonder if I would have liked this better seeing now. Now i I made that mental discretion earlier, but between, uh, between it and now. That I know that it's carbonated. Yeah, I think that I'm holding that against in this or something. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's not it's not wowing me. Yeah, because well, because it has okay. Pecan, so I'm getting no cinnamon. I'm getting the pie. Yeah, I'm not getting cinnamon. I'm definitely getting the uh, I get the pie when I drink it, but I'm getting that weird. I'm gonna say banana, that artificial banana. <laughs> And I hate that fucking flavor. That's the, it's the flavor that this a, a particular yeast makes that flavor to me. And I feel like they used it. But it's like... But at least... It's like yeah, the, as soon as you said it, I kind of tasted it too. But it's like... Hey, maybe that's... I bet, like, the Moon Pie beer, I bet that's going to be exactly what that tastes like. Oh, you like. think? Yeah. Because that weird, like, banana thing or whatever, they kind of use that in the... In Moon Pies? Yeah. Well, banana, no, because I think there's like because I've had, but but, but I have had banana bread beer, and it tastes good. There's like certain there's a certain yeast that tastes like that artificial. Yeah, banana. no, it's probably an artificial flavor. It's probably not a real flavor at all. Because moon pies are like fucking pure chemicals. Well, I think it's like chemicals. Moon and pies sugar. aren't banana. Well, they have. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, there's a. There's a type of moon pie that has, like, banana flavor. Okay. And that's what I associate with the the yeast that you're talking about that tastes like banana. Okay. Because that's exactly what it tastes like. I know that you haven't tried that, the banana moon pie. Right. 
but that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, <laughs> like that's what I don't know the technical term for it. You said it. It's like fat tires, uh, yeah, brewing it's like yeast a, or some shit. I guess they have. It's like braca, braca something yeast. It's like it's a it's a bee it's a bee yeast. Okay. But no, it's very light. It's like it it tastes like it looks. It's like it takes it, it's it's uh not thick, um, which I've been I've been craving some thicker beer, so I've kind of disappointed in this one. Should not be as uh, as thick as I thought it would be. It's very smooth, I guess. Smooth. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Nine point three percent. It's really smooth. Yeah, I'm not getting any boozy. There's no booziness. None whatsoever, and I think uh, the carbonation actually helps that. I yeah, think that if yeah. it wasn't as carbonated, then I think that we would be. Because honestly, I feel like this is kind of a bitter beer. Like, I don't know if you're getting bitter, but... I'm not really getting the bitter. Yeah. Well, maybe like aftertaste. There's like a, when it a strong, like, kind of stale, bitter aftertaste. Yeah. Uh, this is 2019, too. 2019, and I think that that's a product of, like... I think that the carbonation is masking that. But I think that, like... All around, it's like my first. That's what I'm saying. It's not a wow factor. Like my number was probably at like a five or a six whenever I first drank it. But over time, kind of like processing everything that they they did with it and appreciating, like they just made me appreciate like a carmination in a beer <laughs> because it's like that that did kind of make this beer go from it. It's like they, they came up with the beer, and they were three-quarters of the way through it, with it, and they were like, ooh, wait, no, something's wrong here. And somebody was like, well, you know what, let's carbonate it, and that might dilute this or whatever. Right. And I feel like they threw that in in the last stages, and it was it was what put it over the top. It's, uh, it's a good beer. I'd give it a uh, probably an eight. An eight? Yeah. I'd probably give it a six point five. Six point five. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying though. I agree. I I agree with yours as well. I'm just I just craft crafting process eight. Okay, yes. Um but the flavors that are supposed to be coming out, which are Well, I'm getting the pie. Pecan, I, I guess pecan I get, and cinnamon. I don't like, eat I don't eat pecan pie enough, I guess. In my closest memory, like, when I first drank it, I thought it was pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would taste more like pumpkin pie than it did, than it did pecan. Well, so let, I, let me, let me, let me learn, Chia, for a second. Having been a, um, uh, uh, a young boy, a, uh, I played football, by the way, um, growing up in the South, we, uh, we, we tried... <laughs> All the moms would leave pecan pies on their windowsills. So, I mean, I've had plenty of pecan pies. I'm not sure if uh, if you had the, the same experience as no. me. Um, though we, you know, were in very similar areas. Um, yeah, pecan pies were just everywhere, dude. <laughs> so, um, I can tell you something about them pecan pies. And this is about two-thirds of the way... Of being a pecan pie, but it is definitely lacking that other third. That's you. why I say on a taste-wise scale, definitely like a five or a six. Man, but you gotta—I I appreciate their 
brewing process. Yeah, like, they usually I, try things. You know, that's what I, I like about uh, Buffalo Bayou. Yeah, Buffalo man. Bayou, they are, they're constantly trying things, and, um, you know, it's it's never really a miss. It's a it's either a hit or a, eh, it was okay. Yeah. It's never, but it's never I'll bad. Never, I'll never let them down for, uh, man, I had uh had just like a house IPA that was supposed to be at one of the local bars we went to in uh, Kima. Yeah. At Kima. And it was, they had it on, on tap. They had it on tap and it was for sale for like $2 a beer. Which I was like, holy shit, $2 a beer. And I had it and I I, I thought, oh, it's Buffalo Bayou. I'm going to I'm gonna love this $2 IPA. It's going to be fucking awesome. And it was horrible. What? I would give it a two if I could, if we were drinking it and I was <laughs> rating it. It tasted worse than Bud Light. <laughs> and this is from who? This was from Buffalo Bayou. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was very like, so that's why. So was it like, maybe a tainted IPA? I want, I, maybe. Maybe. So they sold it to Kima to give out to all the people. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, that could have been a problem with uh, the restaurant storing it as well okay you know it may not even have anything to do with their beer so but i always have that in the back of my head with buffalo bayou so i want everyone to understand that because we kiss like i kiss their ass a lot because they make some pretty good beers but i'm not afraid to say whenever they fucked up too so speaking of uh you know you mentioned something earlier about uh you know, pecan pie and childhood. <laughs> childhood. Them, specifically them being on every single windowsill. Every single window. Well, all, all the moms. Is, what, how old were you during this? <laughs> I don't it's a, It was the entire lifespan. It was oh, a it's whole, entire lifespan. It was an, uh, I would uh, mark it down as a generation. Yep. <laughs> pecan pie, though, it's like, it just brings back memories. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of memories. What's... What... <laughs> You're we, jogging my memory with this. Do you uh? Do you remember um, Humongous Entertainment? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. You know they're really well known for uh the movie Big, and uh, <laughs> you know the the McDonald's guy that uh what was the uh McDonald's movie that was on Netflix um where he he ate. Uh, McDonald's for like a year or something, and then uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, well, all right. Oh yeah, no, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super size me. <laughs> Super size me. Super size yes. me. Yes, by the by the famous uh, <laughs> production company, Humongous. <laughs> Humongous Entertainment. <laughs> Entertainment. No. Yeah. Anyway, Humongous Entertainment developed a bunch of games in the '90s. Uh, those oh in- shit. Uh, you might know them. Uh, they they first in 1992 they uh, introduced Putt Putt, and then from there they introduced uh, Freddy Fish. Then from uh, that's in 1994 and 1995 they did Buzzy the Knowledge Bug. 1996 Pajama Sam. In 1997 the lesser known uh, Spy Fox. Well, I say he's lesser. Well, what do you mean? Lesser popular. Wait, no, no, no. You need to calm down for a second because you just said. That the last thing that they released was lesser known. Well, it was their. It, they only made two of them, so it wasn't just. It just wasn't as popular. It didn't get as much popularity as the um, the others. Even though, uh, well, I'll, I'll get into it later. But uh, but Humongous Entertainment 
you might know their other game that they made under their adult uh, titled stuff, uh, Cave Dog Entertainment, and they made a game called Total, Annihil- Total Annihilation. Total Annihilation? Yes, for PC, and I know I played it at your house. Oh, really? I don't know if I was supposed to play it at your house. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I don't think it was your game. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it was, um, but it was like a, it was kind of like a top scroll, uh, top top down game. It was like you controlled armies and stuff. Yeah, like strategy, like uh, command, yeah, command and conquer. It was like command and conquer, but it's called um, um like real time strategy game. Yeah, that's what they're called. Like Stark, uh, for for all you gamers out there that, d- or people that aren't gamers. Um, the the best known thing would be like Age of Empires, or hell now League of Legends. Huh? League oh, of Legends yeah. is kind of like that, but before that it was like Starcraft, Command and Conquer, etc. Anyways, so uh, yeah, where are you where are you going with that? Do you remember this stuff? Total, I don't remember the name Total Annihilation. Do, um, do you remember uh, Freddy Fish or any of these characters? Freddy Fish. <laughs> But but yeah, uh, me and Freddie Fish go way back, bro. No, well, um, these are look, these are a bunch of like they might be me and Buzzy the Knowledge Bee though. Well, let me tell you something. Well, no, the, the reason I bring this up. So recently, I discovered that all these games were on Steam. And I'm like, how the hell are all these '90s games just randomly on Steam? Yeah, they have shit like Harvester. I don't know if you know what that is, but like that's a big deal. Well, I did some fucking, digging. Uh, uh, Phantasmagoria, like the all the crazy, like cool FMV '90s games, like that, like Mortal Kombat was kind of based off of and stuff like yeah. that. Like all companies, companies shut down, so someone had to have bought, bought out these people okay. for them to be on Steam, right? Well, or no, um, kind of. They had to be a- all, obtained it by all somebody. Depends on the rights. It depends on who can get the rights and whatnot. Like, one of the ones that uh, I'm going to bring up, because no one else is talking about it, but they need to be, like, growing up, uh, Lionhead Studios, they're really big. They made uh, Fable, I think is their most notable ones. Um, they made a couple of other ones as well. Uh, I think Fable was definitely the biggest one. But they also had a, a series on PC called Black and White, where you played as, like, a god with, like, a creature. Yeah. And, uh... They had two two games, and that's what launched them and made them big enough to where they could create Fable. And those games were really fun growing up. Like, you could pick up people and shake them and then throw them across the screen. And it was like <laughs> them flying, like, across the mountains. And, like, they, you, they could, like, skid off of the top of the mountain and then fly up into the air and then fall down. Oh, it's so great. And then you could command these giant monster creatures, like... To go and like uh, fight other towns and shit. Right. Oh, it was really cool, and that's where Lionhead Studios got their start. The problem is, is that after Lionhead uh, closed and Peter Molyneux was doing his own thing, and the rest of Lionhead was sold to Xbox and Microsoft, like that company kind of dissolved. So the rights to those games kind of died with that company. So you've got things that are like that where no one has picked up that game and tried to like remaster it or put it on Steam or right. you know these these places like the Epic Games Launcher whatever else is coming out now the Xbox Game Pass etc. Yeah. Like they they didn't try that's an example of one of those things that was just left in the past. So it ties into what you're saying perfectly. But so uh 
So the history of Humongous is very similar to what you're, we were talking about. Something that happened. Uh, so Humo Humongous Entertainment was eventually, at some point, was sold and bought by... Um, well, it was called something else before, but it changed to Atari Inc. Okay. Atari Inc. went bankrupt in 2005. Uh, as a result, the company officially shut down in July, July 1st, 2006. At that point, Freddy Fish, Pup Pup, Pajama Sam, and Buzzy the Knowledge Bug, Spy Fox, and all these characters uh, became, it became uh, owned by uh, Majesco Entertainment. If you don't know them, uh, they produced the Blood Rain series. Well, hold, hold on. You said Majesco? Yeah, they, they okay, produced so uh, Blood Rain. Well, and also uh, Katamari. Katamari. And, and they also did, let's see what else Majesco did. Majesco also did uh, The Incredibles, uh, Incredibles the game. They also did um, uh, Her Mighty Majesty, which was, uh, that was a Game Boy exclusive Oh yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they Majesco imported the only games they imported. <laughs> Those to, were all bullshit, um, by the way. To the Go Wii, ahead. yeah, were uh, Putt Putt and Spy Fox. Really? So they did Putt Putt and Spy so, Fox so to the Wii. Who who you said Majesco did who that? Did Blood Rain? Yes, they like legit did Blood Rain. Yeah. Like, okay. Both of them. Yeah, Blood Rain one and two. Yeah. And then, uh, anyways. That's not where it's silly, though, but that, they're not the ones that... Because they lost the rights uh, to uh, Humongous Entertainment. What did you think about the Blood Rain movie? I, thought, I, I didn't watch it. I, th I heard it was directed by that one dude. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, Yui Bowl. Yeah, Yui Man, Bowl. We, I'm not watching a Yui Bowl. Ten years ago, I had so many Yui Bowl jokes ready to go. Oh, God. Oh, I remember that. But, um... Uh, Lest guess, we forget. But guess who bought... Humongous Entertainment and uploaded them to Steam. And not... Okay, so they bought... Did they buy Majesco? No, they, they just bought... They know. Apparently, I think I think Majesco either just... They just gave up the rights at some point. Like, I think I think Humongous... I think Humongous was a separate entity. I think Humongous Entertainment was a separate entity to uh, Majesco. So I, no, I know the answer to your question now. It it was uh, very obviously super tiny gaming. <laughs> no. Uh Stephen Kick did it. You know who Stephen Kick is? Stephen Kick? No, no. You should. He's about to be pretty popular in um the gaming world. Okay. He he started he uh he left Sony um Sony Entertainment Games or whatever, Sony Games. Okay. And to start up his own gaming company. Like what? It's called a uh, night drive, night dive studios. Night dive studios. And you know why he and he he jumped he he left specifically Sony. He didn't leave like uh, an industry in Sony. He left Sony. By uh, Sony Gaming. Okay, Sony something gaming. like that. One of their gaming, whatever Sony's gaming thing what is. What would be? Uh, do you have like a list of games that they've done? I'm about to tell you. Okay, so he. He left the company because he wanted to start his own game company or whatever. Or he was just, I, I think he was just traveling. And he, he realized he could not buy um, Shellshock 2. He could not find Shellshock 2. Shellshock? Shell, Shellshock? System Shock? System Shock. Yeah. You know what, you know what that is, right? System Shock 2. 
Yeah, that's like the precursors to uh, to Bioshock. Oh, really? Yeah. So like he, that's where that whole series. So he seen he could not buy system. He could not legally buy System Shock Two. System Shock was like it was like an RPG shooter. I want to say. Yeah. It for it's it was in the nineties to yeah. early two thousand. So like, you can imagine like a lot of people who liked like Half Life and stuff like the game that they, they're like I like Half Life. And also like System Shock. So this guy, Stephen Kick, started his company. Yeah, and he wanted to play System Shock. System Shock Two, which he's you know, been he's a real gamer. So he's he's been he's been buying up older game companies. Really? Older like nineties that he would that he used to play when he was a kid. Yeah. Buying them out, uploading them to Steam, getting the money. He has a crowdfunding right now going. He's remaking System Shock. Oh, and it's going to be it's for twenty twenty, and they're although I think they're they're pretty <laughs> far was well, they're pretty far in, but I think they I think that they uh they have a game coming out this year. I can't remember what it was, but um but yeah, it's pretty cool. They're making they're making System Shock from the ground. Cool, and his name was Stephen Stephen Kick Stephen Kick. I'm gonna have to send him a. Steven, if you're out there, uh, you you know, I know that you're obviously a listener to the Opinions and Beer podcast, like so, so many others are. And I just want to let you know, brother, that um, uh, uh, Lionhead Studios' old game, oh, I guess they have, White, man, it was a really good They game. have released a few games, uh, Strife, uh, Spirits of Exandu, System Shock Enhanced Edition, Womb Room, Forsaken Remastered, Blood Fresh Supply, supposed to come out in 2019, that's this year, I don't know if it's already well, out. And see, you do have to understand, though, a lot of these games that are kind of, like, uploaded to Steam uh, like that are kind of sometimes, like, almost like fan mods of other games. So, like, the quality of the content can sometimes suffer. So, um... Because hmm? there's, like, also, like, uh, Turbo Chainsaw Santa 5 on there. Oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> trust me when I say... I think- that that is an amazing game. I think they've made game. they've they've met they've met their um says says their game the game is planned to release early 2020 for PS4 Xbox uh, Microsoft new System Shock he so in in order of I the, mean but but like personally my opinion like I'm all for it like they have my 100 percent backing like uh in order of the games he purchased the rights for and re released System Shock two. Okay. Was the first one he bought, uh, Wizardry Six, Wizardry Seven, Wizardry Eight. I have no mouth and I must scream. Oh wait, uh, I thought that was off of a movie. Is was that based off of a movie? Uh, maybe. Or is that a story? I don't know. Um, I think that that's based off of a story uh, or some shit. Shadow Man, The Seventh Guest, The Eleventh Hour, Harvester. Spy Fox and no, Dry. No wait, they actually he actually did purchase Harvester. Yeah. Okay, this is a big deal, dude. Uh, Spy Fox and Dry Zero, Putt Putt, Freddy Fish, uh, Pajama <laughs> Pajama How, how pajama Sam. How recently? Because I want to um, make sure that I can still purchase Freddy those Fish, on Pajama Steam. Sam, Putt Putt, all all they have, they made like thirty of these. Um, Damn, I bet they upped the price too. Tex Fast Murphy. Dudes. But Tex I Murphy, think them, all the same. Tex Murphy, Bad Mojo, um, Sid Meister's co- Covert Action, Sid Meister's Pirates Gold Plus, Sid Meister's Colonization, 
uh, Sword of the Samurai, Dragon's Fear, Darklands, Bloodnet, uh, Fatty Bear's Birthday Surprise, <laughs> Deadlock <laughs> 2, Fat, Red Fatty Line. Bear's Birthday Surprise? Yeah. All right. B-17. See, do you see what I'm saying now? Silent it service. sounds like they're definitely dabbling in some uh, fucking Chainsaw Santa uh, vibe. Command HQ, uh, <laughs> The Labyrinth of Time, 1942, The Pacific Air War, uh, Czar, Time Lapse, System Shock Classic, World War II, Star-Lord, Turok Dinosaur Wait, Hunter. they got Star-Lord? Yeah. Star-Lord's a good game. What'd you say, Turok? Turok Dinosaur Hunter, Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. What? They uh, got Turok and Turok 2? Yeah. And uh, I think they just purchased Metal Fatigue, and now, right now they're trying to purchase Power Slave and Machines Wired of War. Wired for War. Um, so. I'm not sure what those last two are. I right. think I've seen Machines Wired for War. Oh, I've seen this picture before. Let me see. Power Slave. You seen that ever? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you why. That's because that's very, very, very similar to two box arts. Uh, Contra and Doom. Oh, yeah. Both yep. have very similar... Uh, so, yeah. It's probably similar. The bad guys on their box art. <laughs> So, so yeah, dude. So more than likely, that may have been the same artist. So like I said, like he's a Stephen Kick. I just it's crazy. I stumbled upon like like <laughs> stumbled upon this. Yeah. So uh, there were definitely a few big name games in there. He said, uh, uh, Harvester, System yeah. Shock, System Shock Two, uh, Turok, Turok Two, and a couple of other, not a couple, but like a wide plethora of. Games ranging from 90s to uh, more modern stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. Um, I dig it. I dig it. So would you be excited to play? Uh, what? what well, so, like a System Shock remaster? Hell yeah, I would. Well, yeah, I think he, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think like, he, he's already cool. released the remasters. I think he's making, but he's making one now. He's making. Yeah. His uh, own. What is it for 2020? Is whenever the release date is. Hey guys, if you're blazed on 4 2020 and you want to stop by the stream, uh, that hopefully I can get. It. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get an interview with him. I just joined his uh, Discord. Oh yeah. And uh, hopefully I can get a, we can get him on the podcast and talk to him about how uh, System Shock. His System Shock game's going. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, uh, we've we uh, discussed him for 20-plus minutes now. I'd hope that he would uh, definitely grace us with his <laughs> But if not, hey, all the same, best of luck to you, and we appreciate what you're doing because it's it's all it takes is somebody like yourself going out of their way to uh, find you know these classic games that people loved um, and are bringing up to date, and uh, that's something that I would also like to talk about in another segment. What do you mean? If you want to like, pause it for a second, you want to pause? Yes. And, uh, what's his name? So is, yes, uh, Stephen Kick. Uh, so if these sound interesting to you, have you ever played any of these humongous entertainments? Who's your favorite character? Freddy Fish, Putt Putt, Pajama Sam, Buzzy the Knowledge Bug. I'm a fan of Buzzy the Knowledge Bug. You know, you know Freddy Fish. You know, did you know Freddy Fish? I'm, I'm, is a girl. Um, they just confirmed it. Humongous Entertainment. Well, not just confirmed. I guess I think someone else. Confirmed. The yeah. creator of Freddy Fish confirmed that Freddy Fish is in fact a female. 
that's a that's a good bit of information and something that they should definitely share with the world. It's kind of like the whole uh, is Waluigi circumcised? Thing, yeah, oh god! Where Nintendo apparently went out of their way to uh, publicly state that like Waluigi was uncircumcised. Oh god! And it's like, okay, um, well, we didn't need to know that, but we kind of already knew that, one. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> but uh, if you uh, let us know on our social media pages, uh, you can join us on our Facebook group on Opinions and Beer. You can follow us on Twitter on Opinions and Beer. We are Opinions and Beer everywhere on Instagram. Let us know. Let us know if you're excited for a System Shock remake. Yeah, um, I'll be streaming on Twitch. Twitch I'll probably uh, if I'm still streaming on Twitch for 2020. <laughs> for 2020 system shock, system shock. But, um now uh one of the things that will be great is the fact that we can yeah do cross that cross that bridge when we get there cross that bridge when we get there and that's just our opinion yep. and that's fine because all we've got here are opinions and, and beer. beer we are opinions and beer.